morning. So, good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Josh. Was it hard to get up this morning? This morning, yes. Um, but at least you got up because last morning, uh, last Wednesday, um, <laughs> I didn't wake up until seven fifteen. My wife got me for my birthday a espresso machine. I'm not a coffee guy, but I figured out I like lattes. So, <laughs> should you admit things like that on a podcast? Probably not. Um, I mean, I feel like our demographic is men. It is, <laughs> um, but I do but like a good, a good latte. I do like lattes. So, um, but making my own makes me feel better than going and get it. I don't like Starbucks. Um, no, I'm yeah. Starbucks is the evil empire. Yes. So, but I figured that out here recently. And so I get this for my birthday, probably for the first two weeks. I made a latte every morning. And now I'm just, I, yeah. haven't, I haven't made one since Saturday. So now you're crashing. <laughs> so you've carb loaded <laughs> and now you're, now you're in a complete and utter, um, diabetic coma <laughs> of caffeine. Like you've had your five hour energy. Right. Um, and now you're crashing. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I get in those modes to where like last week I got up. No problem. Today I was like, I just, I don't know. I just laid there and then you were texting me and I was like, I gotta get up. So. Yeah. So we have, a, we have a, an espresso machine at our house too. I love just espresso, just straight up, give me a shot of coffee. Like, that way I don't have to sit and drink it, right? I can just, like, pour it into a small cup <laughs> and then take it straight to the face, you know, 5.45, 6, 6.15 in the morning. And by 6.20, like, I'm ready to, you know, I'm, I'm cranking it. And then, you know, about 7.15, then I take my <laughs> that's been my routine for the past I don't know seven years I wish I could say I could just take a <clears throat> shot of espresso but I do not like coffee um, mm. unless there's a flavor in it and I guess that's why lattes are my thing because they're flavored and have more cream in them so I don't know and then the beard the whole beard thing's got me off man the whole beard thing? yeah yeah, it had me off too. That's why I shaved. Um, <laughs> I was put under incredible pressure to shave what little scrappy <laughs> stuff I had on my face. Um, I used to, I used to have a beard during COVID. Mm -hmm. I grew a beard, um, basically like yours. See, when I was brushing my teeth this morning, I had a hair. They got, and I was like, really. The thing oh, I, I'm at right now, so I gotta get the cord. Because if not, it's going away. Hmm. The yeah. beard's going away? Are you sure? If I don't get the cord, if I continue like trying to eat something and that hair sneaks in. Yeah, when I had my beard, I let the mustache grow completely out everywhere so I could do it and then yeah. <clears throat> curl it on the end because if I, I tried to snip it and like shape it and everything mm -hmm. and everything wanted to curl into my mouth Ugh. 
So I was like, no way. Like, so I let it all grow out and pulled it and then twisted it on the end. Yeah, you got to either get it above the lip or you have to let it go. Or you got to let it go. Yeah. The only problem is if you're like trying to shape it, there's probably a two week period, 10 day period where it's going to curl in into the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's when you're eating it, and it sucks. But you've got you've got a robust beard. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's nice. All right, so um, let's talk a little college basketball. Then we'll get into our high school basketball, and we'll end the podcast. You you want to start with college? Yeah, we'll start with college. Okay, so I have a bone to pick with. Um. AP voters and coaches poll voters. And I know where this is going. I looked so, at it yesterday. So, okay, so last week was a was a big week for top 10 basketball. Right? Yes. So you had you had four top 10 matchups. You had UNC Duke, you had um, Kentucky Tennessee, KU Houston. You had KU Houston and then you had Wisconsin and Purdue. Three, three of those teams of the eight lost last week going into their top ten matchup. Mm-hmm. Tennessee lost to South Carolina at home. Kentucky lost to Florida in overtime at home. And UNC lost on the road at Georgia Tech. So... Tennessee plays Kentucky, and Kentucky went, or Tennessee beats Kentucky, leads wire to wire. It's only the third time um, since Coach Cal has been at Kentucky that a team has beaten them and led wire to wire. And it's never happened at home. Um, so, big win for Tennessee. UNC, UNC. Plays Duke at home. They don't go. They don't go to Duke. They play at home, and they win. They win convincingly. Um, but here, here's my here's my problem. When the AP poll comes out, Tennessee goes from five to six, so they get punished for getting beat by South Carolina at home. South Carolina, right now, as we speak, is 19-3 and and ranked 15th in the country. Mm -hmm. In the net, they're 36. Ken Palm has them in the top 25. UNC went to Georgia Tech, who is 9-11. And gets throttled. And gets throttled by Georgia Tech. UNC moves to number three in the country. Well, they stayed where they were. No, they oh, Houston no, dropped. Okay, okay. Houston dropped. Yeah. Even though they went to KU, mm-hmm. <clears throat> now they got throttled by KU. But Houston drops. UNC moves from four to three. Yes. Tennessee goes from five to six. So Tennessee's punished for losing to a team that is 19 and three and ranked inside the top 20 now. UNC. Loses to a team with a losing record. And did you see the Georgia Tech score last night? 
Did you see it? No. At one point, Wake Forest was up 20 to 3. <laughs> they were up 20 to 3 with 12 minutes to go in the first half. <sighs> they got absolutely worked at Georgia Tech. Wake went to Georgia Tech. So I'm sitting there watching the UNC game last night against Clemson. And I'm like, oh, UNC is number three in the country. Huh. So it just goes to prove that voters take blue bloods and give them the benefit of the doubt. And they punish everyone else. When you look at computer rankings and the net and everything with Kansas, Kansas is uh, top 15. Mm -hmm. Ken Palm has them top 20, top 15. Net has them top 15. Voters, top five. So, (laughs) when you're sitting here and you're looking at Carolina, KU, Houston, and Tennessee, who has the worst loss? Who has the worst loss? Yeah. Well, UNC does. And you're basing that off of Georgia Tech. 100%. If you you take all the losses – I mean, Tennessee, and, and caveat, Tennessee got beat by Kansas at Can- or in Maui mm-hmm. early in the season after they had played Purdue the day before they played Purdue and lost by a bucket. They lost 71-69 right. in, a, in a rock fight foul fest. And then Tennessee... They lost three games in a row. They lost to Purdue, Kansas, and then they went on a true road game and played inside of the Dean Dome and got beat by UNC <clears throat> when they had got it to uh, five points late in the game and their leading scorer goes out with an yes. ankle injury in the last two minutes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, whatever. But they lost, and that was a true road game. Of everyone in the top ten, UNC is the only team that has, and I think Georgia Tech's a quad three loss. They're the only team with a quad three loss. KU. Losing to WVU at WVU. Is that quad three? It was at, it was. It was at WVU. So. Yeah. I mean. If you take GT and WVU, I don't really know how bad Georgia Tech is. But West Virginia just can't seem to get it right. That's true. You know, the weird thing about Georgia Tech is they have wins over UNC now. Yep. Duke and Clemson. And Clemson just upset UNC last night. Right. But at least it was in Clemson. No, it was at UNC. Okay. It was in the Dean Dome. See, I didn't watch the game. I followed and it. And Clemson led basically wire to wire. They took a lead UN- on us. I, I did see that early in the game. UNC UNC tied it at two to two, and then didn't tie it again. They didn't tie it again until seventy to seventy. And then we lost <clears throat> by four. Mm-hmm. Four or five. But I, when I, I was watching that game last night, and I was like, "Here's a team that lost. They went one and one last week. UNC went one and one." Mm-hmm. They lost on the road to a quad three team, mm-hmm. and they then play a home game against Duke and, and win. 
Tennessee lost to a 19 and three, which was a quad two. But if if South Carolina wins the next couple, they'll be inside the top 30 in the net, and that'll be a quad one. Right, it could change it. Yeah, it'll end up being quad one if they continue to do it. And they beat Ole Miss last night, so um, you know they do that. Tennessee then goes on the road and wins in Raleigh. Right. So. Tennessee gets punished for going one and one, and, and I don't. And UNC and UNC gets rewarded for their win against Duke. It's kind of like, well, they made up for that loss against Georgia Tech. And I'm sitting there going, AP voters are just ridiculous. They they look at the insignia on the jersey and rank according to that, as opposed to the merits. But Houston, Houston got punished as well. I think Houston. Oh, yeah, Houston got punished. I'm saying the only team that didn't get punished is UNC. Is UNC. Um, because they're they're on a different level. And, they're on a different level. And when level. you say blue bloods, I totally get it. Um, because you got when you say blue bloods, that's KU in that. And KU jumps you and Houston. Right. Like, I still think Houston's the better team. You lost in – Fog Island. Yeah, you lost there in Allen. Everyone loses in Fog Island. So everyone does. I mean, I I still think that Houston should be four, um, at least four. Um, the funny thing is, so you take the AP voters, and the, and this just proves that they don't pay any attention, and neither do the coaches. They don't truly take their job serious because Joe Lenardi and Jerry Palm still have Houston as a one seed because they deserve to be a one seed. Correct. You also, they also have Kentucky at a six seed, even though Kentucky's inside the top 15, or top, I think they're 17 right now in the AP. Um, they're not a six seed. They might be underseeded at that, but they've also lost three out of the last four and two straight at home. Correct. So they should be punished, but they're still a blue blood Kentucky and, They'll, they they didn't get punished for losing two straight games at home. In college basketball, and we'll get into this with high school, in college basketball, it's so hard to win on the road. Yeah. Just ask UNC. They go to Georgia Tech and they don't play well. Georgia Tech wins. Now, it's fluky, but for the most part, it's really hard to win on the road. Now, they I have to protect home court. I'm not making any excuses because – I said this one time, and it was straight up said to me, you're UNC, it doesn't matter. Um, Trimble did not play last night. No. Trimble has an upper body injury. Yeah. He's been our point guard here lately. Yeah, and then a kid off the bench, I can't remember his name, he had an illness last night. So two guys didn't play for UNC. Still shouldn't matter. You're UNC, you reload, you don't. Play yeah, like WVU, but there was off kilter last night after a big win against Duke. Um, but there should be no excuse for that loss. So, no, I, well, I mean, there's, I mean, there's realistically there's no excuse for Tennessee to lose to South Carolina. Tennessee's the better better basketball team. They are, but right now they're nineteen and three. No, I agree with that. I agree. They are nineteen and three, but. We'll see how Tennessee handles uh, 
their game after the game. Right. Tonight. So they play LSU. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have my daughter on my lap, and she's whispering into my ear something that she wants, and I still can't hear her, which is funny. Because I brought her on to, to be a guest speaker about college gymnastics. She, she's refused to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> she said she wasn't going to talk about gymnastics. Or are you? Who knows? <laughs> good, good. But we'll see how Tennessee handles the game after the game, just like UNC had to handle the game after the game. And Tennessee plays LSU tonight. So we'll, we'll see. It's at home. Hopefully there's no hangover. And I say hopefully because I'm a Tennessee fan. Right. And and we'll we'll just we'll see where it goes from there. But it's interesting that I when I flipped the game on last night, it was first first half, ten minutes to go and it's like twenty three to fourteen, Clemson. Yeah, no, it wasn't pretty. Um I think when I turned it on it was twenty three to ten. Um I didn't turn it on. We were doing something at the house, and I checked the score. Um, but Clemson was just Clemson has been reeling. I mean, they get beat by UVA Saturday at Clemson. Mm-hmm. They lost to Duke in Cameron by one. Yeah, so I, you know, Clemson was reeling. Clemson's getting back on track, I guess. We'll see how they handled the weekend, too. Right. But, again, I said it last week, Carolina always seems to get bit by teams you don't expect. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, Tennessee's the same way. Um, South Carolina. At least Tennessee, you know, one of Tennessee's five losses is at Mississippi State. Should beat Mississippi State, quad one loss, though. Right. Because it's really hard to win on the road. And quad one road games are net one to seventy five. And Mississippi State picked up some good people in the portal. They did. Which and they're, is crazy and they're to solid. Think. They're solid. They're they'll probably end up being a you know eight or nine, maybe a ten or a twelve seed somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So you know, as Jeff, my boss, you know him. He says he doesn't care. He just wants to win the last game. So that's true. Just wants unless, to win the last game. Unless your unless your last game is a regular season game and you don't even make it into your conference tournament. Right. <laughs> so, all right. Anything else on the college basketball front? No, we'll just. I love college basketball. It's it's fine. So let's talk about high school basketball. Um, a couple of shakeups. No, just one shakeup, I think. So Graham, Graham last night played V high, 58-45 Graham at V high. And this is where Josh is going to get into this in just a minute. <laughs> um, then Wednesday, their girls, which is tonight, travel to Grundy. And then Friday, Graham comes to Tazzle. Oh, happy day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, and then, were there any more on the roads? No. 
Then Lebanon last night throttles Tazel in Lebanon, 51-78. Thursday, um, Thursday, Grundy will travel to Lebanon. And it is clarified. I went to Tazewell last night to get all these schedules. Lebanon is back in the district. I don't know why Max Prep says that they're still part of the Pioneer or whatever. But they are part of the district again. Um, and then yeah, Friday, Lebanon plays Richlands. Then Marion played Richlands last night. Throttled. Um, yeah, Every, everyone's going to throttle Tazewell and Richlands. Yeah, it's 57-84. Then Marion plays us tonight at Tazewell. And then Friday is Beehive and Marion. Um, and I think that takes care of the Southwest District scores. Yeah, so the realistically, like, the weird thing about – well, Graham and Virginia are, are the top of our district, but Marion is lingering around. If you let, if you get into the Southwest District Tournament and don't count out, and you're just like it's those two, Marion will sneak into the back door and go in the championship. Yeah, or Lebanon. Yeah. I mean, all it takes is for someone to get hot. But we just talked about in college, it's really hard to win on the road. Well, it's not hard to win on the road in high school. No. Uh, Virginia High and Graham split. The away team wins both games. Um, you know, Tazewell and Richland split. The away team wins both games. Sure did. Um, so, you know, it, it doesn't matter where you play, and it really doesn't matter what your record is. Um, I'm pretty sure we've talked about Mountain 7, but, you know, the top of the Mountain 7 gets beat by – Union. Well, yeah, Union beats Gate City at Gate City. And then, you know, Union's middle of the road. So it, high school basketball right now, <clears throat> especially in, in far southwest Virginia and boys, is just hit or miss. Um, it just depends on who shows up that, that day. When we talked about football uh, during football season, it's like, these are 15, 16, 17-year-old kids, and you don't know what happened to them in the middle of the day. Mm. Their girlfriend said something <laughs> to another guy, um, like two plus two is four, and now that kid isn't goes to the free throw line and is a 90% free throw shooter and airballs everything that he puts up that night because his girlfriend said two plus two is four to another person. <laughs> uh, so it, it's it's just such a crapshoot in basketball in far southwest Virginia. Um, yeah, there's there's good teams in the southwest district. It's Graham, it's Virginia High, it's a lurking Marion basketball team, and you know a Lebanon basketball team that could at any point in time beat beat anyone in our district. Tazewell and Richlands are the only consistent teams in our district. And when I say consistent, we know that they are going to get beat. It's consistent bad. Yeah, it's consistently bad. 
but consistent. I mean, <laughs> if we're if we're going to talk about like, uh, it's not consistent and stable. Oh, it's stable. <laughs> There's consistency in there, Flynn. As a as a former VHSL basketball official, that has done, you know, state semifinal games and quarterfinal games and district championships and region championships over the last you know 50, over the last 15 plus years consistency is all you want consistently good or consistently bad at least they know what they're getting right uh, they're like you're terrible I'm like I'm consistently terrible though coach every time I come you tell me I'm terrible <laughs> I was like so at least you know what you're going to get right well at least we know what we're going to get with Tiles One Ranch Lands and it's not great outcomes. No. So, uh, <laughs> you know, if we're going to go into Friday's games and talk about who might win and who might lose, at least we know we can count on Tazewell and Richlands to be on the on the other end of that. Um, I do think that Tazewell is an improved basketball team from the year before because I think that if they could consistently score, they, their record would be a whole lot different. I'm I'm more impressed with their more consistent effort on the defensive side of the court, which to me is uh, more important moving forward if you're going to build a program. It's more important to be consistent on the defensive end of the court than it is to be on the offensive end. Uh, Kentucky would be your poster child for got a great offense, Terrible defense. See, I, I would agree with you, except in the Richlands game, we're down terribly. We pull it within nine with four minutes left in the game, and we take all of our big guys out. All three. We had two in. We pulled both to put shooters in. And... <laughs> We couldn't rebound, right? So, well, I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a coaching decision from a game to game basis, right? Like, I'm just thinking about over the arc of the season. Uh, Townsville used to give up 80, 90 points all the time. Now they're consistently giving up 50, 60 points, right? Uh, so, if you can see a difference, like if you're giving up 20 to 25 less points per game. The, the effort's there. And if you can't get stops, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You can try to score um, and, and do different things that way, but I think you, at least in high school basketball, I think you build a program on the defensive side of the, of the court first. And then everything will follow. And, yeah, and then everything else will follow. All right, so um, – We'll save the big game for last. There's six teams back in the Southwest District. So starting with Friday's game here in Tazewell, Granite Tazewell. Yeah, so we talked about consistency, and this this one will be chalk. And it'll be Graham by 25 or 30. Yeah, Tazewell. I think it's 62-38. I mean, I'm not going to – I'd like to see a close game. 
I, and when I say close, it's like 15 points for us. Um, right. Not going to happen. Graham's going to beat us. Um, I, I would dare to – I mean, Lebanon put 78 on us. So, um, yeah. why not say 79-50? Sure. Uh, It'd be really hard for me to put scores on a lot of these games. Because the other thing is, who knows? Other than other than Tazel and Graham, or other than Tazel and Richlands, it's just it doesn't matter if it's home or away. Doesn't none of that matters, right? Um, so, crapshoot. Lebanon, Richlands. Lebanon, Lebanon by twenty. Yeah, yeah. Um, not going to be a good one. And then the game of the week would have to be V High at Marion. Oh, absolutely. The only thing I can say about, you know, we, we, well, Marion's lurking around. It's a hard, it's hard to play in Marion. <laughs> um, their fans are terrible, and I'm speaking from experience. Their fans are terrible. Um, just the whole. The whole Marian atmosphere is not welcoming. I don't even know if it's welcoming to their own players. <laughs> um, but I could see, you know, I can see Marion pulling the upset and really nodding things up in the Southwest District. So if I'm going to pull a, if I'm going to talk about an upset, I'll take Marion in this one. Yeah, I'm not real sure what happened at the Grand Game. Um, was somebody sick, somebody not, not playing. They only put up 45 points. So is there going to be a rebound um, with V-High? Or is it what we talked about during football and we talked about earlier, these are high school kids, there could be turmoil, something going on. We have right. no clue. Um, but I think Marion's hungry because they're sitting there in third. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's any way for you to get to second – so you're in the tournament. Well, if you if you have a win against Graham and a win against Virginia High, then realistically you can knot a lot of things up. And, and easily almost look at first. Right. So I, I'm with I'm with. Did and, you? And that Graham that Graham loss, uh, Graham's loss to Marion was at Marion. So you know this this Virginia High game is at Marion, right? Right. So, like I said, I mean, this is this is Marion's opportunity. I think they'll take advantage of it. I'll look at the upset on that one as well, just because it's in Marion, give or take what it's worth. Right. Right. So. Right. It may be worth a basket or two. Yeah. Now, let's talk about what it's worth since we're at the end of the podcast. Friday night. I think some good old Elmars is looking pretty good before that game. Um, I had Elmars Chilaquiles last night. Mm. Um, called that in on the way home and uh, picked that up. So, um, yeah, Elmars sounds really good. I think I'd go with some Elmars or some Italian village. Yeah, get some pizza, maybe a salad. Definitely, yeah, I'd go with pizza. But man, their burgers, their burgers are so good. 
they have a pit bull burger too, which has some uh, barbecue what? on it. Yeah, it's good. And they have pit bull fries, so you get like loaded fries with uh, mm. pulled pork on it. Okay. I don't know if it's still there. It was there during restaurant week, but they may have held it over. It was. It was. Well, the thing good. the thing about restaurant week was whoever got the most votes was supposed to keep it on their menu. Right, so, and I don't know who won. I haven't checked. I haven't I checked to, the website yet. I need to find that out. Um, but if you want good barbecue, since that was mentioned, <laughs> bypass everything we said and go to fishing. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's where the good barbecue's yeah, at. Get a get your burger at Italian Village, <laughs> and then go get the barbecue plate at. <laughs> at Fisher and Company and just take the barbecue put it on the burger and have the best of both worlds Dude, and then just go get some cheese dip MRs, put go some get, on there yeah, go get some queso <laughs> oh man now you're speaking my language make sure when you do this that you put everything into a bowl it's going to be messy because it's going to be messy and you don't want to lose any of that and you want to be able to scrape it all up with a good spoon after you're done eating it yes Yes. So. All right, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. See you next week. See y'all.